Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. We're going to be talking about the best Catholic hymns today. That's right. We did a very controversial episode on the worst Catholic hymns, and we're going to make atonement for that and share you the ones today that we like and what that we think are the best. I mean, special guests on this show, we've got Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Blind Willie Johnson, Blind Willie Johnson, and John Michael Talbot. You don't want to miss this episode. an episode of atonement here um i don't think we all agree and we're not all in consensus on some of these so that'll be a kind of an interesting but some of them we are and we are talking about the hymns that really speak to the heart and some of them are latin some of them are steeped in history and tradition and uh the atonement of this is there were a lot of people out there a lot of our followers of the show that we're asking, well, if you're going to talk about the worst Catholic hymns, why don't you talk about your favorites? And this is the one for you. Yeah, that's right. We had a lot of views on that one. We had a lot of um, a lot of people send us pretty uh, upset messages because yes. we were not very charitable in those songs. You were not very charitable. Well, I'm, I'm passionate. <laughs> You can't, you can't hate me for my faults. Now, some of now we did have a particular message, John Michael Talbot. He's like, <laughs> hey, dude, you guys are kind of rough, man. That was not cool. But John Michael Talbot, because you're listening and I know you are, we're going to redeem that. Yes, because today. John Michael Talbot, you made a song that we hate. And that's fair, but you also made a song that we're going to include in our best. So, look, there's some uh, we're closing the loop on that. And, and the, there's a reason, too, you know, he made a song for me that spoke to me early in my reversion, and it was about mercy and confession, and it was definitely something that I absolutely loved and uh, really spoke to me. I used it a number of times in confession, so... Atonement granted. Atonement. So music is something very important to the church. Music is something integral to our worship. Mm -hmm. It's a way for us to praise the Lord, to put ourselves into a proper space, to properly receive the sacraments, and it's something that's so closely tied to the to worship throughout all of history, throughout all faiths, but we're going to talk about the best Catholic songs today because yes. the Catholic Church has an incredibly rich patrimony of musical heritage, of music that's very inherent and um, unique to the church, and it's one of those things that when you hear a good Catholic Church song, you know it, and it puts you in a time and place immediately. Mm-hmm. And it and it speaks to the heart. And when it comes down to the patrimony, you know, the treasure troves and the depth of sacred music within the history of the church, we need to really do a, a deep dive. And this is going to cover a number of generations and, and, and historical deposits of, of music, but there is even greater work being done by, like, the monks in Salem, France, who are restoring Gregorian chant. Right. You know, so there's a lot out there that we're not going to be able to cover, but I, I just want to mention that because we should make it our endeavor, especially music directors around the world, to really recover and retain some of these beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, if you want people custom. to get back to mass and keep going, don't give them bad music. I mean, if you want to know what bad music is, watch our video on yeah. bad music and don't do that. Do this instead. Yes. Because it's part of the experience and bad music drives people away from church. As awful and frivolous well, as that sounds. Well, it just sounds. becomes a performance and about the performers and not really about lifting our hearts and minds together. That's right. And, I mean, and the, I've been in churches, I think we've all been in churches, where that is very poorly done. So it's it's either way. Like you sink the resources of your parish 
into music that is not being done in a devotional manner. It's being done in a very performance manner. But then there's also parishes that don't put anything into music, and it's done on a congregational level, and that also... It's finding that it's finding that medium, mm-hmm. that via media, but it's also uh, striving virtuously for making your mer- musical expression an offering to God the Father through Christ our Lord. Yeah, a lot of times what happens is you'll get a musical director in a parish, and they get a sweaty Teddy Motor City Mad Mad Ted Nugent stranglehold, and they will not let go. Wow. And they will hold on to that because that is their little piece of the pie, mm. and they will have... And, inf- and inflict their musical tastes on everyone because that's their little... Inflict. Uh, that's a great word. Th- they do inflict. That's their little fiefdom. What I say as a pastor to that, not today, not today. No. Mutombo. No, 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 no. Get that weak. Like Mutombo. Jesus blocking that kid. Uh-huh. Uh, Jesus is going to take your guitar, break it over that's his right. knee like Jimi Hendrix, man. For those of you who are listening in and not viewing our content, we have <laughs> Jesus blocking this kid that's trying to do a hook shot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's just not going to happen. That's not right. in this house. The, the kids and, had all the best intentions, but and, Jesus is like, no. <laughs> no. So, and if you are listening, you need to go to YouTube because I want you to see that statue. And while you're there, I want you to hit the subscribe button, click the bell, give us a thumbs that up. That bell ringing is the sweet sound of beautiful music to oh, our ears. Man. And as we're having the show, too, make sure that you're commenting in the section below because we want to hear the favorite songs that maybe we don't cover. Yeah, or the ones you disagree with. But I think where I'd like to start is I think objectively, not even just the best Catholic hymn, this is the best song ever written, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. And I think it is the most beautiful melody. I think it mm-hmm. is the highest form of music ever created by humans. And it's simple. Uh, it's simple, and that's Ave Maria, Schubert's Ave Maria. This when is was a, this written? This is a tearjerker. Yeah. This is a tearjerker. You know, funeral after funeral, when you, and, and even uh, other liturgies. This just touches the heart. Father Hank. Oh, this one gets me. Moves you to silence, man, and, and it does. It speaks to you. You're talking. Could you please? Huh? <laughs> just call me Father Hanky. Mm. The rise and the falls of the notes and the. The music theory behind this. It just rains down glory from heaven, man. It's beautiful. This is clearly transcendent. This is not generational, like a period of time. Like, this is transcendent, sacred music. So, this song was written or composed by Schubert in 1825. And if you don't know what they're saying here, they're just saying the the words of the Ave Maria, the Hail Mary Mary. in Latin. Yeah. And um, this song is just so evocative. The the movement of the melody Mm -hmm. over the the chordal structure, it's just so... It affects you viscerally and spiritually in a way that I don't know of any other song. And it, it tears down denominational boundaries. You know, there, there's such a kind of a dynamic present of, of people attacking, uh, you know, Mary and, and, you know, 
accusing Catholics for worshiping Mary. Uh, we've already refuted that so many times in mm-hmm. this show, and clearly that is not the, the church does not promote adoration of Mary. Adoration yeah. exclusively or worship right. of Mary. Yeah. yeah, or worship of Mary exclusively by right to Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's scriptural. It's in tradition. Yeah, but but they'll use this, that whenever they want to. Yeah, they do. But this, <laughs> but this Ave Maria tears down denominational separations. I've seen people weep in respect to every denomination and even agnostics, agnostics and atheists mm-hmm. being moved by this Ave Maria. Yeah, and. and for me, well, my wife plays a dirty trick on me. She knows that if she plays that song, she can get me to cry. Mm. Okay. That's the only time I I don't think I can think of a time where I cried in 20 years besides when I hear that song. If you need my hanky. Thanks, no thanks. Come on. Uh, no. It's got my name on it from one but, of our patrons. You know, that song really, it's like finally getting the comfort of your mother. And I think that's what... That's the most, that's the first emotion that I think any human being feels where that they really understand the emotion is the desire for their mother. And that's why God in his wisdom gave us a mother. That's why Jesus from the cross said, behold your mother, because that is so intrinsic to our, our core is the need for a mother. And that song is the soundtrack to that. That is our longing for a mother fulfilled. That is our lady as our mother praying for us in tenderness and um, gentleness. And and I I agree, like the musical progression of of that score is just so impressive. And it is, it's tender, it's gentle, it's it's very moving. Yeah, it's like, you know, I know you've been dealing with stuff, but it's time to break it down. And you can, you can let your guard down finally Mm -hmm. to your mother, to that song. Now, starting with Schubert's Ave Maria, how are we going to move into this uh, next hymn? Because that is truly one of the greatest of all time. It, and I, I think, think it's the greatest composition would of all agree time. With that. I mean, you agree with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of really good songs here. I think they all evoke a different experience for all mm-hmm. of us. I mean, mm-hmm. I, Ave Maria was sung at my wedding um, by my uh, uh, see, sister-in-law, my, my wife's aunt. So... And she sung it beautifully, and I think a lot of people cried. Yeah. No. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, the best song ever, like, I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, you a wouldn't girl, put a stake on that. A girl has a best BFF, you know, and a guy has like a bunch of friends and whatever. <laughs> My, so, I, like, I don't know. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I love Mary. I'm, I'm like her baby boy. So, well, then let, let's present an alternative Marian hymn, which I think is also one of the best songs ever, not for me. Schubert's Ave Maria is the greatest song ever written. But this one's also, I think, maybe a little bit more of a a celebratory Marian hymn. It makes you just think of, you know, the month of May and the the May crowning. And it just, it's a very triumphant Marian hymn. And you guys all remember this one, right? This is the Lord's hymn. This is a communal. That's what it is. It is all the people in joy. And that's right. Everybody knows it. After Mass, man. Answers into the rosary too, like yeah. at the conclusion of each decade. Yeah. This this is the most memorable and most communal hymn 
honoring it, Our Lady. It's amazing how melody and music, and we're saying Ave Maria and the Schubert, and then we're doing it here, and, and how it just evokes and elicits different experiences yeah. just from the melody standpoint how it's sung. Yeah, mm -hmm. but this song is so bright. This song is so yeah. joyful. It's triumphant to me. Mm -hmm. This really sounds to me like the crowning of Mary as the queen of the universe in heaven. Why is it called the Lord's hymn? Because it was written and composed for the celebrations in Lourdes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And and immaculate Beautiful. that that yeah. Mary that Mary. J sweet immaculate. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a, a very very important. Speaking of Lords, we're going development. there. No, we're not. We're in that. No, we're not going to. Lourdes. No, no, sorry. We're going Fatima. to Fatima. <laughs> Jeez, cut that. Well, I can't cut that, <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> but this song, this song sounds like church, and you, you nailed it. It is very communal. Yes. And it's all of the people of the church singing a joyful song to me. It's like <laughs> Ryan Anthony Delacross. <laughs> but I don't know, that song's kind of like, you know when you're a kid, you would do your very best and make a painting and give it to your mom, and you're really proud of it. Your mom was like, that's really nice, you know, whatever. But it's like a true and sincere offering to mm -hmm. your mother. That's how that song makes me feel. Mm -hmm. That's like the children of Mary trying to their best to give something to Mary to put on her fridge, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, when it comes to that Catholic school environment and yeah. Catholic education, hearing the children of a parochial school singing this in union at a, at a mass for Our Lady, you know, every year it starts with the Feast of the Assumption. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like there's such a, a great memory for me in respect to that, hearing the kids uh, singing it. It's so innocent. Oh, it is. It's innocent, bright, and joyful. It's a, mm -hmm. That's why it's on our list of the best Catholic songs. I've now, heard. Mary is the spouse of the Holy Spirit by tradition mm -hmm. and definitely one of her many names. So this next hymn is certainly one that stands out for me as one that I return to each and every year, certainly at Pentecost and for my anniversary of my ordination, the, the Veni Creator Spiritus, come Holy Spirit, uh, is, is definitely the invocation. You know, even listening to this song is an indulged act. So if mm -hmm. you listen to this song on the Feast of Pentecost, that is an indulged act Ooh, to even listen to that. sounds like chant, but I think every parish could learn this. This And this is, again, you know, a, a, it strikes the mind, strikes the heart, the mystery is unveiled, and you thirst to participate in the mystery. So you learn these words, and you begin to sing them communally and congregationally. This is also a depiction of transcendent sacred music. Mm -hmm. it, it surpasses time and space. It helps us to enter into the eternal splendor of God that we get a foretaste in in the celebration of Holy Mass, the divine liturgy. Yeah, and and singing the song to the Holy Spirit, especially on those days associated mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit, particularly Pentecost, uh, just a really, I think that you know the Catholic Church in worship under serves the Holy Spirit because you know it's it's. It's, it's, he's a harder part of the Trinity to understand. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of hymns to the Holy Spirit. And this one is a beautiful example. And on a day that we really 
try to contemplate the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. this is a, a great pick, and that's why it's on our list. Is this um, come Holy Spirit, Creator, bless, and in our souls take up thy rest? Is that is that this song in, in Latin? Latin? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, yeah, I like the uh, it speaks to the you. English one too. Is oh very yeah, the English ones too. too. So mm-hmm. and even that would still be an indulged act. Now we picked I, the yeah. Latin I used to one. go to Adoration, and there was an Irish uh, a nun at Assumption. Um, she ended up passing away in a car accident. I've got her sister Claire. Yes, yeah, sister mm-hmm. Claire. I've got a picture of her on my desk, but. She used to sing that, and it was mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She would start adoration with that, and she, it was so beautiful. If it's Sister Claire, she was at home of the mother, and, and yeah. she died in that earthquake in the and the. Um, it was an earthquake? Yeah, I in South was, America. That's right. That's right. And uh, incredible movie. If you look on YouTube, it's actually available. Sister Claire, highly recommend it. Shout There's out home of the mother. Wow, it's powerful. Wow, oh, very powerful. No, we'll have to watch that. Yeah. Now, going from kind of more joyful songs, I think it's also. In the Catholic Church, sometimes our music can be a little scary and a little intimidating. You'll even see in a lot of movies Mm -hmm. taking of the next song that we're going to play to use in dramatic or frightening situations. Mm -hmm. And this song is particularly meant to be frightening because it's meant to call to us and remind us of our own death and our day of judgment Mm -hmm. when the terrible judge will judge us. And this is a great song for during Lent. This is a great song for All Souls Day. Um, and that's the D-A-C-R-A. The Day of Wrath. The Day of Wrath. And this is a powerful song. It is. I studied this at Ave Maria. Now, the D-A-C-R-A, uh, like I said, like there's elements of it in... The music of Star Wars. There's elements of it in so many movies that you've seen. They take the musical motifs because it is so dramatic. I mean, and this is meant to bring in the final judgment. This is saying, you know, remember your death. You are going to die and you are going to face the judge. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, a call to that. So this is a, a, a expression of the straightforward Gregorian chant. This next one that you're going to listen to of the Dies Irae is actually one that was written by Mozart from the Requiem Mass that he he wrote. And you're going to see, you know, that that was kind of like a looming, uh, yeah. reflective, mm-hmm. like I, I need to really go interiorly in my life, repent for my sins. Now this will be another expression of that, but certainly more alarming. And... This is the one I studied. <laughs> yeah, you could just see. You can see the Dark Riders riding, the Grim Reaper yeah, I'm coming. I'm getting chills right now here and remembering this. kind of frantic and oh, it's yeah. dark and, and the urgency of and the urgency yeah you're right and those high voices Oof. yeah the tenor line on this is is high but the energy is high when you're when you prepare this and you and you study this music and then you sing it i mean you you really are in it and feel this it's it's awesome i mean you can just sense the um 
the theatrical sense of this, mm -hmm. that it's just so dramatic. It's very dramatic. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it, man. I love And you know something about, you know, Mozart, Bach, you know, their their requiem masses, their their deposit handles deposit musically. It takes so much effort and time to prepare for these expressions within the liturgy. And that's that's what I love the most is the work that you have to put into it in studying and working with others in a four-part harmony mm -hmm. to be able to express communally through a labor of love something so sublime and noble musically. And and you know, this takes a certain place too. So you have a congregational Lord's him mm -hmm. of Immaculate Mary that, that is absolutely communal. This takes very trained voices and a very precise amount of focus and work on behalf of a whole choir to be able to accomplish something like that. And there, there's something to be said to that in relationship to liturgical you music. Know, in the 80s, they were going to make a movie about the creation of this, and it was going to be Sylvester Stallone being Mozart. And they're trying to get all these big name actors to play the parts. So Sylvester Stallone got all these people together, try to get this casting together. He's like, you know, I'm going to be Mozart. And then Dolph Lundgren, remember him? He was a Von Drago. He's like, well, I'll be Beethoven. And then out of nowhere, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and he says, I'll be Bach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where in the world are you going with this right now? Oh, that's like, so this stupid. can't be true. You had me going joke. for that's a second. Like, what? Great dad joke. I'll be Bach. I'll be Bach. Um, <laughs> that's so stupid. That was ridiculous. I love it. Now, here's one that you specifically requested, and this is a beautiful song. Um, the Panis Angelicus. That's it's my all time. That's your favorite. favorite? Yeah, that, for, for me. me too. I mean, the Ave Maria is is my mama song. The Panis Angelica Angelicus is Church. is heart of the source and summit of our faith, the yeah. Eucharist, and this speaks to me every single time. Yeah, Panis Angelicus. It means the bread of the angels or the Eucharist. Yeah, it's it a Eucharistic hymn. It was written by the angelic doctor in Saint Thomas Aquinas, and people don't realize this. Saint Thomas Aquinas wrote a ton of music, and he wrote some of the most beautiful pieces. Yeah, you know, like the the Osaltaris, the Tantum Ergo, that we use on a daily basis if we're exposing the Blessed Sacrament in a formal way. You know, the Panis Angelicus. Yeah, you can think of Aquinas as this cold blooded. Intellectual. Bookish, intellectual, who no. does systematic theology. But if you really want to understand the the spirit and the soul of the man, you can hear his music and you can hear how fervent he was, not just clinical. Mm -hmm. So let's hear this. This is Panis Angelicus. Now, these are the priests. Many of you guys know this, but we wanted to give them a shout out because... The priests? Yeah. They, you remember when they, they kind of hit it big? They did? They did. Yeah. Then they broke up when Yoko Ono became a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Yoko Ono broke up the band. Yeah, these brothers, they, they've got some great voices. They don't even look like they're singing it. Mm -hmm. so, why, so why don't you tell this, them what the yeah, lyrics the, are the, here? The translation of this. Thus, angel's bread is made, the bread of man today, the living bread from heaven, with figures dust away. A wondrous gift indeed, the poor and lowly man upon their Lord and Master feed. 
Thee therefore we implore, O Godhead, one and three, so may thou visit us as we now worship thee, and lead us on thy way, that we at last may see the light wherein thou dwellest I. Amen. Those are not the words of a, clo a cold clinical professor. A, Those are the words somebody a of a rapturously, loves, mystically in love with true. the Trinity Very true. And, the, and the Eucharist. Yeah, this is a beautiful song. And it this is. is a great communion hymn. Mm -hmm. This so is, a, is, you know, churches, you know, parishes should be singing this during communion instead of, uh, you know, things that are more clanging and clamorous, right? Well, you want you want to, you know, be inspired. Yeah. You know, and, and your the musical expression from your cantor and your choir needs to elevate you like this. Like th this moves you. Mm -hmm. And again, another so example. Many, so many arrangements in chant that you can do that are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Some without even, you know, like not even major hymns. And simple. Just arrangements. You know, like this is this is a whole choral piece right. with a symphony orchestra. and orchestra and and three voices that complement each other. You don't you don't need that. Mm -hmm. You know, th this can be done very simply. That's right. Now, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. You specifically wanted that one, so that's on your list. Um, I also think when people think of great church hymns, because uh, it's a very, it seems like a kind of extra effort is put into it during Christmas time, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of the great and the best hymns in church happen during Christmas. Mm -hmm. Now, this is, I would say, my second favorite church hymn. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the only specifically Advent-oriented song I could really think of, right? And it's an interesting thing. This is probably the oldest song that human beings are still singing with the original melody. This goes back to before Jesus was even born. Mm -hmm. This goes back to an old Jewish hymn, and this is the Veni Veni Emmanuel. And it's such an anticipatory sound. And to me, it just sounds like those people before the coming of Christ waiting in the desert, looking up at the stars and knowing one day their Savior will come. Mm -hmm. But this melody is ancient. It sounds ancient. And it sounds like, to me, the fulfillment of the promises of the days. And it's just such a powerful song. This sounds ancient. And this sounds like the plan of salvation and the anticipation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a pedal tone behind it. Yeah, um, right, right. It's it, but it, but it resembles like the groaning of mm -hmm. our world. Could, could you imagine being in church at a true vigil when the sun sets and it's late at night and you've you fasted and you're hungry and you're doing this for God and then you you enter into a liturgy like this where this is the you know heart blown exactly like the introit of of this celebration of, of holy eucharist like mm -hmm. it's really mustering up that cry like come emmanuel come you know god with us we we need you come to come in haste yeah yeah but i think this connects both before the coming of christ and then also our anticipation yeah. of advent and it, and it ties together for me 
though all the people of history who've waited for salvation, yes. Yes. you know, it's it's about salvific history, and we sing it with those generations. That's right, and and that's why I I love, and that that is kind of like I got feel, goosebumps. You feel the temporal nature of it. Mm-hmm. So so we have the transcendent. You know, like that Schubert Ave Maria or mm-hmm. Panis Angelicus. But now you have like this sense of kind of a temporal space of waiting mm-hmm. and and petitioning and God come remorseful, repentant. You know, that sense of Advent that hinges upon the second coming of Christ when he comes back to judge the living and the dead and the coming of Christ at Christmas. Yeah, another thing that I like about that song is it's in a minor key, right? It's, you know, oh, come, oh, come. But then when you get into the verse, the rejoice, rejoice, it goes into a major key, and it's, you know, it's that that major lift that you are in this anticipation, but then it lifts the spirit mm-hmm. up because they're telling you to rejoice because God is someone who keeps his promises mm-hmm. and his promise will be fulfilled in the Emmanuel, in God with us, in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's it's true. You know, and, and it is, it's a perfect Advent hymn. It showcases that hinge joint to, to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And there's another one, shout out Bishop Lassard, you know, Bishop Lessard, his favorite Advent hymn that's not on our list, but I just wanted to kind of share a few of the lyrics. O come, divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. Dear Savior, haste. Come, come to earth, dispel the night, and show your face, and bid us hail the dawn of grace. O come, divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day, when hope shall sing its triumph, and sadness flee away. I, I love that because it's kind of this uh, this melody of of a joy in in the face of sadness. Mm-hmm. And, Although you sing like a pirate shanty, it's very <laughs> British. It is. It sounds like honestly, like you, like I did listen to an audio book of the Lord of the Rings, and when they're singing the songs in there, dude, you oh, sound exactly yeah, like that's it. That's right. Yeah. It's like, and then we left the Shire and we ate pickled pork fat. You know, it, it sounds just like it, dude. Uh, thank you. But it's it, you have a good voice. You're thank a good you. singer. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that one is, it's a really striking one because it's in anticipation of Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the purple, it's, you mm-hmm. know, at nighttime, it's just, it's really awesome. I, I, you know, you mentioned in the Vinny Vinny there, I, I thought that was a, the most beautiful version of that, mm-hmm. um, that, that song because of the groaning and mm-hmm. the triumph and, and that, and another song like that was, which isn't on the list since we're adding mm-hmm. to, uh, is O Night Divine. Yeah. And and how they do the basically the same thing. It's just like it's just it's really quiet and solemn and then it's very joyous. It builds. Yeah. It builds up and it and it's just so beautiful. And I think that that sort of same emotion that I felt with uh, you know, listening to this Benny Benny Emmanuel is this, it's very similar, obviously through chant as mm-hmm. opposed to like the actual. And now these these sentiments are starting to shift because now I'm feeling I'm feeling Christmassy and it's like we're I going know. through this it's, progression. It's such a great time for music. Though. It really it is. is. Like, the church shows out. It truly does. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when you think about the hymns that stand out the most for people that yeah. bring about a sentiment. It is Advent and Christmas, mm-hmm. and it deeply ties us to our family life. 
It deeply ties us to our childhood and, and most especially the family life expressed in the church together where all families gather together to worship God and what he has done for us and the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. And I think the greatest hymn for, for me is, is this calling of all families, this calling of all faithful with Adeste Fidelis. And what does that mean for all of us vulgar? Oh, come, all ye faithful the Fidelis. Adeste Fidelis, yeah. Adeste Fidelis. Let's take a listen to this. Now, this one's coming from Notre Dame, now, from Christmas in 2016. This right here, this is church music. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially in a procession, yeah. absolutely. And, and as you're a presider, you're serving the sacred liturgy, and and you're walking in. The incense is billowing. The the candlelight is leading you, and you're you're walking into the celebration. So here's something particular. I love about this with trumpets. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the organ. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, the organ. and this is why the organ is so important to church music. I had goosebumps right from yes. So here's a song that I, here's what I think is interesting about this song. So many church songs. That kid is, knows how to swing some the thurible yeah, right he there. Does. He's been well trained. A lot of songs are O Salitar's host, yeah. It's it's singing to the Trinity, it's singing to Mary. This song is directed at the faithful. Yes. This is a song that is being sung by the faithful to themselves. Oh come all ye faithful. This is a call to the people. It's instead of a supplication to the Trinity or a particular saint, this is heralding to the people to come and adore him. It's a great point. And, you know, you know the, that heralding, in respect to that, this is a perfect opening hymn. It's a perfect intro. It's a perfect entrance hymn mm -hmm. to the celebration of Mass. That's right. And how can I'm you not feel here, good listening to this? No, like I'm sitting here and I want to be in this church right now. I'm drawn in. I am attentive. I am re ready to celebrate. You got your hanky ready. I've got my hanky ready. <laughs> a fresh <laughs> hanky. Yeah, and you can't wait to get home and go to sleep so you can open presents in the morning and you're going to be around your family. It's just such a... This song just ties you to that joy of it Christmas. Yeah it, re yeah, it really does. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's hard not to go through the best Catholic songs and not touch on Christmas. You have to. It's just so hard. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to. You know, another Christmas hymn that, you know, is is equally, if not more powerfully, evocative of of a deep sentiment for me personally, Silent Night. Mm -hmm. You know, Silent Night stands out in the same way what you were just sharing before, Delacrosse. You know, it it builds. The mystery builds in that hymn oh, in a beautiful way. You know, and this song is so, again, it's evocative because it's the peace of the baby Jesus sleeping. Mm -hmm. And we all know the tumultuous life that he would have and the passion of his crucifixion and death. But there's this, it's like he has this moment of peace and it's just so good to see that the baby Jesus get to and they were yeah, about to flee it's a to Egypt. Meditation on yeah. his his innocence, That's his right. vulnerability, um, his passion, mm -hmm. the passion that God would would come to us and and rely on us as a child. You know, I love the story of the of the writing of this song. So there is a, a priest in Germany um, who had to go and celebrate a Christmas Eve mass. 
but the you know he the the organ in the church was broken because the church mice had chewed on it. Okay, so he couldn't even have music. So he's like, "What am I going to do?" So he had a guitar, and on the way to church with his guitar, walking through the snow, he wrote this song. Mm. Um, and this song was declared an intangible cultural heritage by UNESCO. I mean, this song is a treasure of humanity, yeah. and it was written by a simple parish priest at a small church in the middle of nowhere with broken music on a guitar. I love it. And, you know, the, so Father Rich, you got your work cut out for you. Nah. <laughs> I've got that 12-string guitar. What have you, you written? Do. <laughs> All right, let's take, what have you written lately? <laughs> let's take a listen. Now, there's someone, you know the, the, the woman singing this. Yeah, so this is Marion Grace. This is Colleen Nixon. Uh, shout out Colleen and, and Titus, her husband. I was present at their wedding. Um, they chose, just on a, on, a, on a side, they chose the, um, the passion narrative for their gospel for their wedding. The whole thing? The whole thing. Goodness. And Father Mike Nixon preached a beautiful homily. There was not a dry eye in that church and you you truly felt the love and and the music the music that uh, Colleen has done with Mary and Grace uh, is is really a, a beautiful contribution. So if you don't know her, uh, check her out, Mary and Grace, Colleen Nixon. And, I think it's uh, uh, Colleen or Colleen Nixon Music at mm -hmm. you know on like mm -hmm. Instagram or Twitter. Mm -hmm. I think I've seen that. So you should go check her out. But here's her singing the Silent Night. I love her voice. Yeah. Me too. She sang at my ordination. She did? And, and, yeah, in my first mass. Wow. This one also makes you think about being a kid. This is hard. This is easy to get choked up to. So is another one that's you know a very communal hymn mm -hmm. you know, when you hear the whole church singing this in unison the kids know it you know mm -hmm. and this one it's I amazing think... like how now you're looking at all these christmas songs out we're, we're looking at them all and how they cover the christ coming makes us dwell and think and meditate on so many things mm -hmm. right like the church the, the expectation of, it just t tells you just how much he just, in his people, inspires so many different variations of artistic expression mm -hmm. of his coming. It's well, I mean, Christmas beautiful. is about the incarnation, and we are bodily people, yeah. and we have so many different skills, talents, experiences, that there's so many ways to express that that yeah. associates it with Christ's incarnation. I think mm -hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. No, it really is. It really is. I, I think this song works as a community singing it, but then also as a solo voice singing it very with a sparse arrangement like this. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. It's a simple parish priest's guitar song, mm -hmm. but it's so powerful. It it's is. so it's so good. Mm -hmm. And if anyone doesn't think this is a good song, well, then you got a Grinch's heart, and your heart needs to grow three <laughs> sizes. You're dark. You're black inside. You are a Grinch, brother. <laughs> So those are what I would say, and this is our list of the best Catholic songs. Now, we have a bunch of honorable mentions we want mm -hmm. to go through, mm -hmm. but, you know, I think it was important for us to go over, 
you know, we were, we bagged on a bunch of songs. We kind of, you know, talked a lot of smack about the people writing them. I still think they deserved it. I'm sorry. But <laughs> some I, of we, whom are in jail. But some, right some, some let's let's be real about that. I, I'm not calling it at the time. But you can bite your tongue sometimes, right? And I should have bit my tongue. I shouldn't have been so mean. And I dare I say I've learned some things in three years on how to more properly comport myself, especially from sweet, sweet father Hanky over here, who's <laughs> been a great influence on me. <laughs> The Delacrosse, you're a good influence on me, but that's because we, you know, party and have fun too. Yeah. So these two guys have really elevated my we all have our experience. Hey, we, right. it's it's a community effort in in life. We need to we need to influence each other positively. And and our honorable mention goes to John Michael Talbot. That's right. We now we we bagged on you, John Michael Talbot. We bagged on you, and you even sent us a letter, a message saying that we were not cool about it. And I'll concede that we we're not cool. And this is not out of um, pity or a need well to, i wasn't consulted about this this song <laughs> and i i i i disagree well john michael Talbot still doesn't like you but i wasn't i wasn't as critical of him as you were and right. some of these other which is fine uh-huh. i get where you're coming from you're <laughs> you're still my friend regardless of all your failures well, this, and, and and you do have some feelings about it so we're going to start playing john michael talbot's uh, him Watch and, John and Michael take... Talbot blocked us and we have to take the video down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all for not. All for not. He was like, eat it, Catholic talk show. <laughs> but be not afraid. You know, many, many of us know this, um, especially our generation. Yep. Um, and then previous generations. Um, the, the be not afraid that you're going to hear right now is, um, is something that I've experienced time and time again in so many different funerals mm-hmm. and, yeah. and has been a part of the ministry. Absolutely. Here we go. Let's drop this. Now, for me, I associate the song with John Paul II. Mm-hmm. He was the Pope during the time that I heard this. Yeah. And then his words, be not afraid, you know? And so I think of John Paul II with this song. Very hopeful song. And then, but this chord change right here, you, shall you know? It, it, these chord changes really do try to elicit an emotion that works for a lot of parishes. And, and the lyrics, I appreciate the lyrics a lot. Mm-hmm. Very scriptural. You shall speak your words in foreign lands and all. This is very Jim Croce sounding. Yeah. yeah. I like Jim Croce. I have no idea who Jim Croce you is. You know, spit in the wind, you don't tug on Superman's cape, time in a bottle, bad, bad Leroy Brown. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, that's Jim, Jim Croce. Croce okay. Oh, Jim Coach, he was an apostate. Yes, he was. He, he left the Catholic Church to marry a Jewish woman and oh, renounced his faith and died in a plane crash. Oof. Pray for him. Lord have mercy. Pray for him. <laughs> Before you always. Okay, that's a great chorus. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will admit Follow that I like me. chant and old Latin music. I'm, but I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that I like this song. This touch this touches on a on a deep a deep uh, yeah. sentiment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you don't. You don't share it. You don't share that. He, you disagreed on this song's inclusion. It's okay. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, I think, you know, we're, we're not talking about personal people. We're talking about art. You know, <laughs> and we can look at art and hear art, and it's, it's not bad. I don't hate yep. it. You know what I mean? I just, but you feel like it doesn't appeal universally, maybe. No, I just. It just reminds me of a lot of music. That came I out just, of, I just, you don't vibe with. I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and, and it's not a bad it's not a bad thing. It's just I just don't vibe with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but here's the thing: we all grew up during that generation, and no matter what. You still, you like, still have a soft spot. You still got some eagles wings. You still you. do. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's it I, is I absolutely true. There's been there's been moments with that hymn in particular where I'm with somebody that that is isolated, declining in health, nearing death, um, worried, afraid, mm-hmm. who who grew up in their adult years uh, worshiping yeah. with that type of music and 100%. that one specifically mm-hmm. and singing that acapella in 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 a in a celebration of an anointing yep. for example or the commendation rituals of the church uh, offers a lot of consolation mm-hmm. hope to it's a very hopeful song mm-hmm. i i consoling song if i heard it in mass i wouldn't be upset or anything mm-hmm. i would sing along yep. you know it's not like you know I think we have to be very clear that the, <laughs> the criticisms here are not directed towards a, pe- a person. That's but, right. And neither was you know, our, our, our... It's just... Our other, we were having fun with this. You know, it's just like, you know, and I'm and who am I, right? I'm, I'm like, I can't even sing. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so... Now, here's the thing. I mean, the teaser of this whole show was that we were going to listen to Elvis Presley and the great Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. That's right. So I, I think, look, we talked about Catholic hymns, but there's a lot of great... Musical Soul. traditions in other churches. Yeah. I mean, the Methodist, John Wesley, oh, some good songs. I don't want to hear them, but they did a good job. A lot of yep. the, the Anglicans, and particularly the um, oh, Ordinariate, they have mm-hmm. great Beautiful. music. And let me tell you, like the Lutherans, they know how to sing. They do. Yep. So there's a lot. Look, Muslim Islamic music yep. is awesome. Oh, it is. It's very well mm-hmm. done. Jewish music is great. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great musical traditions within within worship, even other religions. But one that I think, you know, really connects with us as Americans, which is kind of our native spiritual songs, are the black spirituals, you know, of the early 20th century, right? And those ones really hit for us, I think, particularly as Americans. Uh, like uh, just, this- as mu- just as music is written, mm-hmm. the, the there's a profound impact that Black spirituals had on music as a whole. Well, rock and roll came out of black spirituals, right. you know? I mean, it, it, it literally was a foundation that, and Paul Youngberg mix, m- mentions this in his autobiography or his biography on online, mm-hmm. is that that taught him that the, the, that music is a movement from from the soul mm-hmm. and is captivated uh, or is it is manifest through the song, uh-huh. like the connection of a soul to music. And they were like, you know, the, that 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 was where it came from. Yeah, and you hear so many great musicians, you know, like, like Aretha Franklin and, and James Brown and Elvis Presley. Yeah. They got their start singing through singing in church, mm-hmm. and you can hear that, you know, in soul and R and B and rock and roll. You can hear that church influence, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think we should. I want to just mention a few of these. So um, one of them you mentioned. Let's talk Elvis, right? How great thou art! This oh. is a, this is this is one of my mom's favorites. And Elvis can Elvis can just crush this song. My mom's listening in right now. Her heart's throbbing. She probably has a hanky. Yeah, that's where I Elvis. Get it from. So he did a gospel album. Elvis did a song called "The Wonders of the Rosary," and he was not Catholic. Look at Elvis put on a suit even for this album. <laughs> Consider the world's hands have made. 
Now, I can imagine for a lot of Protestants, this is what church sounds like to them. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in the South, you know, it's a bright Sunday morning. Everyone's going in their Sunday best, and they hear this song. And there's nothing theologically, you know, that a Catholic should be opposed to in this. It's, it's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it's influenced our American music in a profound way. Mm-hmm. And Amazing Grace is another is another one. Were you there? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Now, were you there the when they crucified? I mean, that that has has also broken down many, 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 many a walls. And it's something that we most definitely every single year mm-hmm. um, reflect on musically. Well, I remember when I was a kid, they would sing that in my Catholic church yeah. on um, Good Friday. Yep. Uh, me too. A- every single year, uh, even up until this present day, that that's always it's, been a part. It's the music matches the movement of the heart, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what's so mm-hmm. groundbreaking about mm-hmm. this music. And, and you think it, of it what you were saying before? Something. It, it is. It, it, yeah. it, it is the movement yes. of your heart. In that meditation, the music literally is woven into that. Yeah, and I think that's a big differentiation between kind of the more European-centric music we were listening to that has the technical knowledge of using music theory to elicit emotion. Objective beauty. Right. Right. But this is a real creed accord. This is them saying it, even if it's less complex music in theory, it's as complex in emotion. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, were you there? It's a very rugged song. Mm-hmm. And I think the perfect person for us to listen to it, sing this, is Johnny Cash. So here's Johnny Cash singing How Great Thou, well, Where Were You? <laughs> when they crucified my Lord. Were you there? Were you there when they crucified my lord were you there when they crucified my lord i like his voice he can barely ever seem like to keep it together but he never misses Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of earnestness in it Is that the Carter sisters? That is so beautiful. Were you there when they Man, I just want to get in a car, drive through like North Carolina, Tennessee, and listen to this. Look at the fields. When they took him from the cross. Were you there when they took him from the cross? That's really so good. Cool. Exactly what you were saying before, Delacrosso, like, you know, these Christmas hymns that, you know, evokes that and then, like, the soul and how the soul is, is expressive. Grafted in, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, I mean, it, universally, everybody's going to be affected by mm-hmm. Absolutely. By that. And that's what's, that's what, that, I mean, and again, going back to Paul Youngberg's, who who really taught me how this was so impactful into in music. Like mm-hmm. these spiritual songs, these black spiritual songs were so impactful in music. They spawned so many beautiful and mm-hmm. and not beautiful, uh, you know, um, 
but real expressions real of expression yeah. music. It, it was a very authentic and profound. Now, here, here, here's, I think, a good song to end on. Now, when in the 19, late 1970s, we sent a probe out into space, okay? And we had put with it artifacts because it was going out into space for other civilizations to find. Now, that might have been another bad joke. No, no, this is not okay. a joke. This is true. <laughs> and they wanted, they, sure they said, Sure, it is. You're no, doing this again. No, they said, If anyone ever finds this satellite, you know, some extraterrestrial life, which I don't believe in, but this was the motive, they said, we want to put representations of what humanity is. So they did like stick figures of humans. They did like a, uh, a solar system map so they could find us. And they wanted to include, they put a gold record because gold won't decay in space. Hmm. And, you know, they sent a record with music to represent humanity. And this was the song that they picked to include. And it's an old black spiritual. It's an instrumental, well, not instrumental, but there's no lyrics, but it's called Dark Was the Night by Blind Willie Johnson. Really? Yes. And I love the blues. I am. Me I too. love yeah, the blues, well. the early Delta blues. Um, but this song, it's Dark Was the Night is about the crucifixion and about sin. There's no words, but you know exactly what this guy is singing about. And I, I think this is a great one to end on. And this is what we sent as a representation musically of humanity. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> Dark was the night, cold was the ground. saying a lot without saying a word about the cry of the soul about our place as sinners about our need for salvation about our repentance and our remorse this is a person crying it's almost like the lord have mercy in the in the liturgy when it it's is. done really well it's it's the moaning and the groaning of our sin that's right This guy had a hard life. He's called Blind Willie Johnson because his mother blinded him in a fit of rage by rubbing cayenne pepper in his eyes. And then who's going to hire a blind black guy in 1920 to do anything? So he was playing basically on the street corners, playing music as the only way to survive. And this guy, has got his soul is just there for you to hear. Willie Johnson. Yeah. We'll send it to space on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's powerful, man. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of an insight into what we think is good music. Now, I want you guys all to tell us which ones we missed. Um, which you, ones? We know you will. We, we know you will. We've already done that. We know We've been that. Down we're, this road before. And, we're get and let me let me jump to the punch here on this as we're concluding this episode, and this is how we're going to finish. It's uh, the Salve Regina, which is a perfect perfect way to finish 
documents from the Vatican honoring Our Lady, and we certainly always want to begin and end with a recognition to the Blessed Mother. So as we as we split, we wish you guys very very well. Here's the Salve Regina to play us out. Yeah, play us out. What does that mean? Play us out. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> All right, so. Is that it? Is that how we're going to end the episode? Yeah. Cool. See you next week. Salve Regina. <laughs> <laughs>